0: It's episode 7 of Craggy Island Rugby, and this happened. OK, William, it's our uh, first European game of the of the season. We're back in the Challenge Cup, taking on La Rochelle on a pretty breezy day here in Galway. What are your thoughts about um, what we can expect today? Well, La Rochelle, they're a big-looking side during their warm-up
1: out there. Um, 21 changes from 23 from their last game, so it really depends whether they're here to play or here just to mark time.
0: But we need a win and a bonus point. OK, William, we're 19 minutes in, a bit of a break in play here. Connacht are leading by 15 points to nil. It's been a, a cracking start, just what we were looking for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we're, we're playing the game in a much higher tempo. And any time they've tried to lift the tempo, they've, they've made a lot of errors. Uh, they look a little bit disorganised. I'm not quite sure if they've reached the disinterested stage yet. But um, it's a good start. We just need to keep going, though, and keep the pressure on. and keep keep playing exact rugby especially in this wind which is a little bit confusing but so far so
0: good absolutely yeah tries from the two halfbacks kathy and and marmion um, let's hope we see some more as the game goes on okay william Half time here connect have a, a nice comfortable lead two more tries since we last spoke uh, ronan lockney and our uh, superstar mr henshaw um, it's looking good
1: yeah this this uh This is definitely uh, a win for Connacht, 29-0 up, Uh, bonus points secured on tries, Uh, a lot of these French guys are puffing and huffing, they look uh, a bit bit tired and a bit disinterested and now it's raining, so uh, Connacht just need to keep it nice, tight, exact rugby,
0: rack up as many points as they can in the second half. Yeah, I think so. The, the sin binning of the of the tight head prop for La Rochelle gave us, the, gave us the momentum to get the extra two scores in. Um, yeah, they don't look happy. They don't want to be here, and it's now started to rain, so I can imagine they want to be here even less. Welcome to Craggy Island Rugby. Rob is off on the other side of the island, um, I think at, at some sort of fun fair or wedding or something. I hope he doesn't fall off that. Was it the circle of death or the wheel of death? Wasn't that? <laughs> that was the thing. <laughs> so I've got uh, I've got William here tonight. Good evening, folks. And uh, no, I've got Dave. Good evening, folks. We're quite pleased with our 48-12 victory over uh, a very non-existent La Rochelle side, to be honest. No, it was
1: all a bit uh, Memphis after Elvis tonight. Very uh, disappointing game. It was a good win, but uh, they, they just weren't interested. And you can't take anything away from what we did because we went out and did our stuff. That's Connacht. Um... But this is a European competition with professional teams and you expect a more intense encounter. This was almost like opposed training at times.
0: Yeah, apparently they arrived at 10 o'clock last night and they're getting on the bus now so they can fly back tonight. Ah... Look, I think what sums it up is they got a yellow card, and
2: I've never seen a player take so long to get off the field from a yellow card and then take so... Never look and just sit there. He just sat there in the chair, and then his replacement got a head injury. I've never seen a player look so disgusted at having come on to any... I uh, think there's bigger issues. I mean, we should be talking about the fight. that scored seven tries, won 47-2, but the place was dead after halftime. I mean it's really disappointing and it's, it's, it's yes La Rochelle have to take a large proportion of the blame we could only play what was in front of us but the competition is fundamentally flawed and it's it's allowing clubs like La Rochelle to do this it's great for us it's great for the smaller clubs like the club from Bucharest that's in the competition they're never going to game there's Calvisano I think are playing in the competition it's great for them but if this is the this is the muck we're going to get you really need to I think there's bigger issues with Europe with European rugby at the moment but this is a prime example of everything that's wrong with the competition.
0: I couldn't agree more. There's only been two two French victories so far, one against London Welsh and I reckon Robe seconds could probably give them a game at the moment and um, I think Zebra were beaten. They were the only two teams were that you know the French have beaten.
1: Yeah, it's it's if, if, if this is the level it's going to stay at. It's dead in the water. The problem is, French teams have been doing this for years in both the Heineken Cup and whatever the second level competition was, but the ERC because they were in existence for upwards of 20 years, could have some sanction against them, call them in for meetings. I remember Burgoyne brought a team and lost 79 mil at Leinster and their chairman was marched in for a, a meeting. The problem this year is there's no structure there to take these guys on or say anything to them and it's just not really, it's not good enough and the future of Europe in rugby, it, it, you, just, you just feel if you're in this competition, you, you're just cast adrift
0: yeah, I'm just looking at <laughs> Exeter are nine 0 up against Bayonne, you know. So you know, this it's why 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 have this competition? It's it's just a bit of a waste of time. Although Pat didn't seem to think so. Like the fact that he put out his his strongest side, even though he knew they'd made 22, 21 changes, 21 changes out of a 23 you know, squad. But I think he wanted to send a message. I think he was very keen to sort of make sure that we won.
2: Yeah, I think it boils down to this. I mean going through the team that goes on runs, and we go on runs of victories, and we go on runs of defeats. So, so it's, so I think you it, it can see where he's coming from. And says, let's send out a strong team. Like you saw, Rob. We saw. We, we were talking to Robbie after the game. Robbie, he knows that was a Mickey Mouse game, but he's 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 in a good mood for himself because he gets two tries. Matt gets a try oh, Back in the debut uh, Danny gets Danny gets the final yeah, try he's That's who going to remember it's, yeah, yeah. But it's good to see I mean Kieran Marmin Gets 45 minutes rest I mean it's is fabulous um, But in terms of The competition though, I mean Pat was Determined to make a statement I think he's determined To make a statement That if no one else Is going to take it seriously Then maybe Austin Exeter will yeah. So screw the French clubs It's your competition And you can't take it seriously So a big F you And that's what we did um, You know, We asked Pat on Monday What do we get out Of this competition well, We get a trophy well, yeah. no, yeah, we don't. I mean, we don't have silverware in college. It'd be nice to have something of it, but ultimately, it's a pat on the head. And, and a, you know I mean, it's just a pat on the head competition. And Bruce Craig can come out and say, We've got TV rights, and we've got all this, and we're making money. You're losing money, Mr. Craig. Your, comp- your second string competition, which is a competition that you guys wanted to set up, half of you aren't even taking it seriously. Bruce Craig's of this world, just shut up. And just go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Like it would be nice to have silverware, and I suppose from the the point of view that you know William did call the fact there would be four thousand seven hundred at the match before the game, and we probably had about three and a half thousand people here. But the fact that there was three and a half thousand people for the second level competition means the interest is definitely here. If we were to go on a bit of a run, if we can get out of this pool and get a, a quarter final, even a home quarter final, you know, it, it, it keeps the interest. In the West, it keeps it going here. We're we're getting, you know, we're playing good rugby. We're getting, we're not just getting the the normal pat on the head from everybody these days. People are saying, "Hang on, these guys are good. These guys know what they're doing, and the work rate." And this is what Pat was mentioning as well. They were more interested in the off the ball work rate tonight, and it, for the most part, it was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it, it it was, and that's what professional team does. They they go out, they play what's in front of them. They they stick to what they want to do, and they set the tempo for the game. Mm. This competition has quite a good history here. A lot of people might think that European rugby for Connacht only started with the Heineken. We've actually had some fantastic days here in this competition. We've had semi-finals. Toulon in an amazing semi-final game here three, four years ago, which they won the tournament. But, of course, that meant they then got into the Heineken. Then they've gone and won the Heineken twice. So it had a serious... Uh, side to it, yeah. and we got a lot out of it. We had some really top days, but and we also had a few facile victories against Spanish sides, and I think Grenoble took a caning here did, at yeah. one stage yeah. as well, yeah. a long time ago. But there was something particularly Dead about this evening's game, and you just feel now as uh, you know, Exeter and 9 nil up in Bayonne. That kind of gives you the feeling that Bayonne aren't. I mean, normally French sides want to win at home, they w- they don't want to let themselves down at home. Yeah, um, but some of their performances already in this I mean,
0: Brie 55 0 at Gloucester. Um, and, and, this, and, and this, on the flip side Racing have just beaten Northampton by well, nine points so they, they denied them a bonus point well, that's, which is that, that's the other competition of course
1: yeah that's, that's the problem it's this, co- it's this competition which is where we're operating we um, just have to wait and see what happens
0: yeah, I got the impression from Pat that we'll we'll see some changes next week. That you know he's more interested in the fact that we've got a six-day turnaround to the Ospreys game, and he mentioned it. I think he must have said it three or four times. Mm. Our bread and butter competition, mm. and that you know we, we we should see some changes next week.
2: I think we definitely will. I think it's going to last. Going to do. We'll see what happens uh, between the Eagles and Prix tomorrow. That's going to be. I will tell you what, lads. There's 300 lads coming over from Wales. There's going to be a ten times the atmosphere with <laughs> with, 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 with a third of the, with 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 a tenth of the people here. Um, it's. It is. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. There's guys on that. There's guys I'd like to see rested up. I'd like to see and get a rest. Robbie will almost certainly not play next week. Yeah. But I'd also, i like see rest up Willie. I mean, Willie played the full 80 minutes. I don't know yeah. when the last time Willie played 80 minutes was. And he was going down with cramp at the end. He was huge. I'd say give, give J.H. Uh, Harris Wright a rest because... You know, the, we have hooker problems, so give him a
0: break. Ah, oh, yeah, but he's only had—that's his first game back. We yeah, need him to actually get game time. I'd be more interested in seeing him having more game oh. time to to get him up to speed. He's gonna have a rest in three weeks, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: So yeah, actually, that's a fair point to raise. So. He'll, he'll say, in. Cart- maybe give Cartier a break. Maybe give Leader a break. But the guys, it, it depends on what happens tomorrow because you know the Ponty three are going to come over here. The guys tomorrow, the young lads, I mean, some interesting players, players in this game. I, I think the pack looks really fascinating. But these guys, I mean, I'd li- I haven't seen Peter Robb yet. People mm-hmm. are raving about him. He looked mm-hmm. very good in the street. But Peter Robb could come into contention. Conor Finn can come into contention. Yeah. Um, Shane Layden. Shane Layden can come into contention. But they're going to get a much bigger battering tomorrow yeah. from the lads who have been down, from, from the technically they've been down the pit. All week, guys. Then these professionals gave us gave those boys today. Um, and that's the weird thing. We're relying on these players to come through, and they could be more battered than the guys who are supposed to be getting the rest. That would be my one one worry. Going looking ahead to next week.
0: And now is a good time to take some post match comments from Pat Lamb.
3: Yeah, I mean we, we put a focus at the uh, before the game that um, you know we we can't control. Uh, I know a lot's been said about the Challenge Cup but we put a real focus on ourselves um, and you know being uh, really on the unseen work we said that um, uh, the work done off the ball was a was big priority this week and uh, some of the tries we scored were really good team tries uh, and some of the stuff and with our support lines cleaning out looking after the ball um, it was uh, a, a pleasing team effort and um, you know, we uh, of course it, it wasn't perfect, but there's uh, there's some stuff there that we, uh, we we controlled extremely well.
2: A lot of focus on the fact we scored tries, but there were some big dif- big turnovers. That must also be very pleasing,
3: is? Yeah, it was. I mean, there's some big boys there, and um, we just had to get our system right. And you know, they scored two tries straight from this tackles, and uh, uh, which you know, obviously we're all disappointed by it. But it, uh, the systems working quite well for us at the moment, because uh, only because guys have to work hard to get into position early and. You know, and that's what I love about this group of men. They uh, they work hard off the ball, and um, and when they when and when we get un- come on stuck, there's an inner culture, if you like, in the team to drive each other. And you can see it. Guys, guys are pretty hard on each other on the field, and that's only because they been building the relationships, which is what we do. And and, and that, as a coach, that's what you want to see that everyone's driving standards. And if it's not quite there, they'll they'll, they'll hit up on each other, and and uh, but still encourage each other. You have the the, the fourth try this point by half time. Yeah. Was there? there was. But there was no danger in the second half of the guys easing up and just coasting through to the end. No, we do. You know, again, they, they talked about that at half-time, that we needed to come out really strong, particularly in there, because we knew they'd try and keep the ball. Um, you know, when you when you are that sort of um, that when you're that behind, and um, but uh, I think we, we 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 probably didn't execute as well as we did in the first half and in the, in the second one, and uh, it's always tough there when you when you're that far ahead. But that was. The thing for me was the effort to try and do it but the execution uh, was good but the execution wasn't quite spot on, on on some of those areas and we we ended up getting tries off a lot of long periods of defence which we wanted to try and avoid Pat, you said you wanted to set down a marker what sort of marker do you think this was that you did set? Yeah, I mean it's, at the end of the day it's a home game and, we, and we, you know, won, I think the, the tough challenge now that we've got that we're going to have to manage we've only got uh, we've got uh, Exeter away which is a tough one then we have six day turnaround to Ospreys so we're going to have to use the squad Which we have a lot of faith in, Um, you know, and uh, to to ensure that um, now that we got the the priority was to get this home win and try and get the bonus point, which we ticked off. The next priority for us is, uh, you know, with the uh, making sure that we um, uh, we manage the squad so we don't we can we can't afford to be carrying niggles going into Ospreys game, which is our bread and butter. Um, And um, but we we also were, were really determined to get the strongest squad out there for our home fans. Know, that, uh, you know that you know the elements weren't weren't friendlier there, but um, you know we wanted to put on a good performance for our fans. Have been fantastic because this is we we, we also said that as our big marker to protect this ground for, for ourselves and for uh, the Connacht family, if you like. Because we're two weeks away from uh, from Ospreys and um, six days away from Ospreys, is a different story. So it's probably down to pretty good planning on our part. I'd say that um, you know we're, I've been there as a rugby player that um you know if we put our best squad out next week uh, uh, everyone available if we don't use the squad next week with a 6 day turnaround we, we we got a full 7 day turnaround now so everyone's back to square one so this doesn't even count now it's a different scenario part of our planning we've got only, if we had a 7 day or an 8 day turnaround like some teams do have uh, between the next two um then, uh, you know, it's a different story. We just go one game at a time. But the moment the six-day turnaround came away from our bread and butter game, Ospreys, uh, we've, we've, we've managed it this way to get... Uh, and so there's no doubt you'll see changes next week um, because on the back of us getting the performance. You know, would have we put, would have put pressure on if we didn't get the five points because uh, we've now got the points in this competition and now our number one priority is making sure we have our strongest squad available team to play against the Ospreys in two weeks' time.
1: We've now got three games coming up in the Pro 12. I'm moving away from Europe here. We're going to be playing sides who are going to be significantly weakened by international call-ups. The Ospreys on the 31st, then you've got Zebrae on the 21st, and the Scarlets are going to be hit because Wales, being greedy, insist on playing four internationals in this package Mm. um, to try to pay off the debt on the stadium and keep BBC television happy. So that means that... We have three huge games before we come back to this competition and then three inter-provincials in 12 days. So that's going to concentrate Pan Lamb's head quite considerably. That's why he's paid the big bucks. Um, but yeah, tonight is is over. It's gone. I'd say these players have already forgotten this game. It's, it's, it's finished and you just move on now. Next week... Exeter are a proud side. I don't think they'll be playing a weakened side at home. Their fans down in that part of the world they expect they expect tough rugby. They won't accept any messing. So that's possibly maybe a game too far. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I like certainly, Pat gave the impression we'll we will see changes, even if there is a couple of lads going to get a bit of a wallop in here tomorrow. Um, you know, guys, suppose that they, they they've got next week, then the Ospreys and a two-week break, so there is a natural break coming up for them. You know, whereas it's solid two weeks in between. So, um, yeah, I, I I can't imagine you'll make a mountain of changes, but I, I did see Craig walking off limping off at the end, and he did have a bandage on his ankle. Now, Pat brushed that off as being just a little niggle, but he talked earlier on about not having niggles and not playing guys with niggles.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys, have, they've had a niggle. Every guy that's had a niggle or a, a slight bang has not played the next game. Now, they've only missed the one game, but um, I could see Craig not starting. I think I think it also would tie in if, if they, they've, despite Dave Heffernan's best intention to get Porter killed, um, <laughs> uh, Porter will probably play at nine, which means he'll take over the kicking duties, which means Kieran gets a rest and Craig might get a rest yeah. for the bigger test. It, 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 it's a path. You don't know. You just don't know. I mean, these guys, I mean, Maya's not playing this week, so I don't know what that means in terms of he might be. I don't know if he's injured, he might come into consideration and then we got we got we got guys who might be coming back from injury. I'd like him to see him make changes, but at the same time, I'm kind of in terms of the competition, which I know I'm if the French aren't gonna take us seriously then we should. Yeah. And I'm saying within reason we shouldn't send out the kids. No. We not don't, don't send out the kids. I mean but send out but be
0: realistic. Dave McSherry's Judah. Dave McSherry. Dave McSherry. And he made. He made. He,
2: made team, he made some of his hits. God, yeah. it was, actually, yeah. that was the, Normally, I have the headphones mm. in. I didn't have the headphones in. But no offense to the people I normally listen to. But some of the sounds coming off those hits. there like, yeah. So I mean, and that's against a team that didn't want to get, didn't want to hit. So
0: yeah, yeah. But no, um, no, like certainly the the, the the as Pat was saying, and, and the, the guys talked about it. Okay. Lavachal scored two off two missed tackles, which and then they, they eventually went and scored in corners. But up to that I thought we we, we defended extremely well. We we we, ne- we bent and never broke in the first half. You know, And then, first minute of the second half, missed, missed one or two tackles, but then came straight back and scored again, which is a good sign of a good side. We've let a try in and we came straight back and scored a cracking try.
2: Well, there's two things. First of all, we. And it's not just this game, man. this game, understandably, we have four, but we have the five points effectively done by half time. So we're a bit slow coming out of the dressing room. But that has, that has happened in a lot of our games. We've, we've always conceded the ground and possession in the first few minutes. The second try, I'm sorry. Look, I know we should be. Of all the things, I didn't want to talk about a ref, I and mean, you shouldn't be talking about ref, but. McMenamy got a few things wrong. nothing too serious but my god he's in line with the ball I mean it went at a, it went to the 45 degree angle
0: I mean yeah, American football came to the sports ground for that moment in time
1: yeah, that was horrible. Um, it was almost like uh, they're forty-one, five up, and uh, oh, look, let's just let's just award a war to try here. Um, to be fair, he did get applauded off at the end and looked quite surprised because I doubt that's ever happened <laughs> with the sports crowd yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, he sort yeah. of stopped and looked around with a sort of a smile on his face, and I think said to the linesman, "Are they applauding us?" To which the answer was, "Yes." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, the linesman looked pretty shocked as well. Yeah, <laughs> which was which was nice. Which is it's you know the clan is such a great place to to watch a game from, and I know that the. The Welsh were highly impressed. There was a Wales Online did a specific article yeah. about it was, it was. Connacht and the clan and how much they thought the atmosphere I, I was
2: talking to that guy on the day. He was, he, he, he had been, the last time he'd been here, we didn't have the press box, so that threw him straight away. And he said, <laughs> but also because, and I've been over there, and it was the first, I mean, the first few times games I was over there, it's, yeah, you're, you're warmer <laughs> yeah. and you're drier. But you lose so much in terms of atmosphere, and he, uh, he was told he'd blown away by the atmosphere. Now, you yeah, freeze your nuts off up there, but, you know, that's the price you pay for atmosphere. Sitting in the middle of that, I mean, today... Again, back to today. Today, at times, it was mute. But I go back to the lens again where I couldn't hear the announcer. So
0: yeah, yeah. But, but I think we were loud. The, the crowd were loud enough when they needed to be loud. Yeah. So when the, when you know we needed it at the start of the game, when the when they died for about fifteen or twenty minutes in the middle of the half, yeah. you know, and then they brought it back up again. The crowd went with them. And then, as you say, yeah. Well, I actually said after the second try that the game was over. I like, well, we knew the game was over, but you could see that they weren't interested you know I was sort of <laughs> I was saying well we need four tries by half time I'd like to see Robbie get a hat trick <laughs> you know it was you know trying to trying to get interested in it and we won't talk about what William was talking about with regard to where to put Vaseline and when to wear it but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that's a Mike Burton story and that's not fit for airing but it's a good one it's a good
2: one
0: we'll leave um, we we'll leave other people go and find, uh, use the internet to find that story yes it is a good one
2: I actually don't know that one I do know the, I do know the, the classic uh, brute story but I don't know that one
0: <laughs> alright we'll we'll, um, we'll go on off air, I'm going to, <laughs> to fill in on that one Dave, yeah, yeah. The, uh, just to
2: make a little point
1: here, you can hear it in the background the tractor going around mowing the sand
0: <laughs> but, I, but I have been
1: I have been meaning to say this every time at this, the playing surface at this ground is simply majestic and it has been like that for years, it never gets commented on But this is like playing rugby on a billiard table. It doesn't seem to matter how much rain you get. I know we haven't had a lot of rain recently, but you can come up here. There's never pools of water. Nobody ever slides around because they can't get a stud in. It is... Stunning, and uh, to all the grounds crew who look after this place, they do a magnificent
0: job. Yeah, couldn't agree more.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was out at Terryland last night and I thought it looked good, but it's there was the same,
0: ne- it's the same guy.
2: It's the same guy. Well, I tell you what, he is a genius. Now, he was unlucky, yes, because we played in a monsoon and it did hold up, but it never, I mean, you can, I mean, let's put it this remember Beer Ritz. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen here. No, no. no. but um, I suppose I'm oh. better look ahead to next week Bayonne are giving Exeter a match but it's in Bayonne, and Exeter will be stronger at home they are they've, they're they doing well they want to, they want to make themselves the force I mean Cornwall was a massive area for rugby mm-hmm. won the county championship Devon is another big area it's it's far enough away from the Gloucestershire area so it doesn't have to compete with the Bristol's and the Baths and the Gloucestershire mm. they're proud people and they will they will not mm-hmm. I say, I'll come back to your man coming off, taking an hour to get off the pitch with his yellow card. They will run off the pitch. They will run into us, and they will want to tackle us. And I think, irrespective of what 15 we put out, we are going to we are going to need to be on the ball we, simply because I think what Connick doesn't need is a hammer. I don't. I mean, I think we could take a close defeat. It's not going to really affect in terms of. the the pro if you take a hammering that gets into people's heads so
0: yeah and it's not something we need at the moment we haven't had a hammering so far this season and it's not something that I'd I'd like us to start looking at now no you don't
1: want to ship that because six days later you got the way to the Ospreys which is a ground where we tend to struggle a bit Uh, I don't think it'll be a hammering but I think Exeter will be a severe challenge yeah, because they 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 just aren't going to to mess around at home. They're a very proud club, and as Dave said to me, Cornish rugby, Devon rugby, they're trying to establish something very strong there. Uh, and when you look at the Premiership, I mean, in England, they've just moved a club that was London Wasps has now become Coventry Wasps. Um,
0: we're we're into franchising aren't we we're into the franchising world you know and and it's teams like Exeter that we need to be looking to model ourselves on you know rather than worrying about being like Leinster and Munster and whatever no we should look at Exeter who are sort of out, out of the way in a small population area but still have to do so many things correctly and so many things right which is what I think Pat Lamb brings here he does a lot of things correctly like he's known how to do it with a big club like Auckland, where he was relatively successful, you know, with with a lot of of, of uh, resources. But then also did it with Samoa with no resources. So he's sort of seen both sides, and I think he's bringing a lot of good stuff here, such as Bundyaki and Milsomli. <laughs> you know, can't wait to see.
2: Indeed, it'd be great to see him. I think I think the one the the one thing I would say for Munster is the ability to win to win games in the last after injury time oh, after the end of the yeah. forty minutes and be jammy. Just be jammy uh, that's the only thing i take from monster i think we're doing things right here um yeah let's go back there was four there was there was officially 4700 dude now you can quibble about the specifics of the figures but all there were people on all four sides of the grounds yep. the clam was full the far side was full fair play there was a nice in probably very nice crowd over from larachelle maybe 100 150. Mm. I'd hate to be them right now, but hey, they've got the night in the town, so they're going to have a good time. Uh, we're doing everything right. We're a welcoming club. We're doing it. Nobody, people come here and they have a, good time, have a good time. We're doing things on the pitch. It's going in the right direction. We're going to be bumps in the road. I think Exeter will be a bump in the road. I think maybe the Ospreys will be a bump in the road. But it's, it's all heading in the right direction. And as I say, we're still, we're still coming back to the question. is like when Tom McCartney, Bondiaki, Mills Milena come in, who do you drop?
0: Yeah, well, you, I, I'm assuming we're going to have some very tired players there. Like the likes of Dara's played, he started every game. You know, he's he's still only 21 years of age, and expecting him to come in and you know play through through those games, those three games. You've got two more European matches followed by the the interpros. So <laughs> you're expecting an awful lot. I would love to see Bundyaki start against Bayon because if Bayon come over,
2: would even. With 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 a, a little passion for the game, <laughs> that would that would be certainly a way to build his confidence. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Will? Yeah,
1: and then wheel him out against Leinster, and he somebody might have told him that the Pro 12 wasn't too intense. Well, I can assure you, <laughs> 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 uh, after about five minutes in that game, considering that they were beaten down here, um, yeah, we're we're in a much better position and I think on the, on the last podcast I said about this competition used to almost be a little distraction Yeah, because we used to lose Pro 12 games and you could go into Europe and it was a bit of fun it's a whole different ball game now we're actually we want to talk about the Pro 12 we're already moving on yeah. we're Exeter but forget Exeter we want to talk about the Ospreys then we want to yeah. look at Zebre. what are they going to do they're going to have a huge number of their team in the Italian squad yeah. so they're going yeah. to turn up with a really weakened team um,
0: and then, like they lost to Ioannikas today, and Ioannikas yeah. are struggling in the top fourteen, and we've just <laughs> done what we've done to a top fourteen side. So you'd like to think we'll we'll get our points that we need there, even though they've they've you know they've done a couple of decent jobs earlier on in the yeah. season. Uh, absolutely, but that's that's why it
1: has a different feel to it. Yeah, because. Yeah. There was times you were almost dreading the next Pro 12 game because you'd think, what is going to go wrong tonight? Yeah. Now we're looking forward and saying, come on, bring them here. We're we're going to go away and do what we can, do our best. But let's bring them to the sports
0: ground, and uh, let's see what happens. Absolutely. Okay, let's um, let's end it there because there's not much more to say really. Because it wasn't you know exciting. The fact that that rain really has started to, to come down. The end of that the end of that hurricane is um, finally made its way in. God knows what the score would have been if had it hit earlier in the day.
2: Oh, I think they would have just gone. They'd have abandoned it at halftime. So listen, they conceded the points. I mean,
0: okay, good stuff. Thank you, William. Thanks, Dave. No problem, man. And uh, we'll see you next time on Craggy Island Rugby.